Good evening. Welcome once again to Newark United Pentecostal Church Evening Devotions. Glad to have you with us this evening. Let's begin with prayer tonight, and then we'll get right to our topic. Dear Jesus, Lord, I pray that as we wind our way through this situation we find ourselves in, that you would allow us to feel you especially close to us, that we could sense your presence, and even in the times of trouble and problem that we face, that instead of looking at the difficulties around us, we could look up, we could somehow perceive and know that you are with us, that we feel your guiding hand directing us, O oh Lord, in the way we should go. Help us to keep our minds on you, our hearts steadfast. Be with us, we pray in Jesus' name. Now, as you heard Sunday night, we are talking this week about look up. And our scripture that we are especially focusing on is from Luke chapter 21, and we'll begin with verse 25, as Jesus was talking about signs that were going to come in the end time. And he said, and there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And here on earth, the nations will be in turmoil. Sound familiar? Perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides, people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth. For the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up or your salvation is near. Some people come to the place where they see every problem as an indication that it's all about to come apart and are, things are going to end. I, I remember hearing most of my life, uh, it's, I don't see how it can hold together much longer. Surely the Lord is coming soon. This is the end time. Well, we've been in the end times, as the Bible describes them, for a long time. And we're facing problems. I'm the oldest active member of the pastoral team here at Newark. So I've got a, a longer memory than most of the rest of the team. And I look back to Jeremiah uh, chapter 12 and verse 5. That prophet facing terrible times. It was in his day that Jerusalem fell to Babylon and they went into captivity. But he, he asked the people in verse 5, If racing against mere men makes you tired, how will you race against horses? If you stumble and fall on open ground, what will you do in the thickets near Jordan? 
We've always had troublesome times. Life has been and always will be a wild ride. I remember Nikita Khrushchev, the man who said, we will bury you, taking off his shoe and pounding it on the table in protest of something that had been said at an international meeting. I remember the Cuban Missile Crisis, my mother's tears, when she was so afraid that I was going to be drafted and of course her mind went immediately that I would be fighting in the streets of Havana. Uh, we all know that the Cuban Missile Crisis finally diffused. It doesn't take much for me to close my eyes and be emotionally right back at the days of the Kennedy assassination. I remember the, the terrible pall that covered the entire nation during that time, the uncertainty, what was going to happen. Well, we had about a decade and a half of unrest that happened following that with riots and other assassinations, and problems here and there. On the first day that I went to Bartlesville to begin to look for a place to rent or buy to start a church up there, I just took a little trip and spent a day or so there. But that was the day that the Six-Day War broke out between Israel and the Arab nations. I remember that during that week, uh, there was a preacher who preached from Luke 21, chapter, uh, verse 24, the verse just before our scripture reading tonight uh, that talked about they will be killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world, speaking of the Jewish people, and, and Jerusalem will be trampled down by Gentiles until the period of the Gentiles come to an end. And he had preached that there was a a barbed wire fence around Jerusalem, and the, when the uh, Jews cut that barbed wire, that Jesus was coming, and it was that was a sign of the end times. Well, before that meeting he was preaching was over, the Jews had taken in Jerusalem, and they had not only cut the barbed wire, they had occupied the city. Troubles problems, difficulties, our fears always magnify when things go wrong. I've lived through the Watergate crisis and the Nixon resignation. I remember the inflation and the gas lines of the late 1970s. There was a time when there was, seemed like there was a revolving door on the premiership for the USSR, and several of them were going to be the Antichrist. They never lasted long enough in the office. I've seen back-to-back -back attempts of assassination on a pope and a president. I could go on and on through to the attack on the Twin Towers and the Pentagon, but I think you get the idea that there's always been trouble. This is, this is another troublesome time. While I pastored in Bartlesville, we faced a fire that, that burned 
a whole section of the town, including a, a business that was owned by a family that attended our church. We've had floods. I remember wading waist deep in the water, helping people move furniture out of their homes. We've had tornadoes. Uh, my church secretary almost lost the roof of his house. It nearly blew away, but he was saved when a tree blew over and held the roof down. We had sickness, we had death, financial woes, catastrophes of multiple kinds. There's always a problem. Several years ago, I preached a message. Now, I realized that it wasn't, it wasn't an exact uh, proper use of the context of the scripture. But 443 times in the King James Version, there's a phrase that's repeated. It came to pass. And here we are, once again, facing something that came to pass. Such times of crisis can cause people to look to their lives and decide to follow closer to God. Others rail at fate, curse their luck to live in such times as these, or some fault God, and by all of that, they miss another opportunity. I've often seen it that many who are stirred up by a crisis, after a while, they settle back into their old ways once the storm has passed. Some look at the problems and allow the problems to carry them away from doing what is right. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10 has a, uh, a good message for us. It says, if you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. We're under pressure. What are we going to do with it? I'm sure that there are some folks that are not going to come back to church. They've gotten out of the habit and they've lost their way. Others will, that have not been coming will start because they have awakened to their need. But since all trials come to pass, it falls on us to let time do its work. Keep doing what's right. And in the dark of night, be a light. <coughs> in the slashing of the rain and the howling of the wind. Look up. When the bottom falls out of everything. Remember Deuteronomy 33, 27. The eternal God is your refuge. And his everlasting arms are under you. Or... As the King James Version says, underneath are the everlasting arms. Can we pray? Dear Lord, as we are once again going through a storm, a storm that has come to pass, one day it'll be over, and then something else will be around the corner. 
but help us to keep our eyes on the important rather than just the urgent. Let our ears be attuned to the still small voice rather than the screams of a temporary crisis. Help us to remember that Peter could do the impossible and walk on water when he looked to you, but sank quickly when he allowed his attention to be drawn to the storm around him. Lord, help us look up. Help us keep our focus on you and to realize we've been through things before and you were there to keep us and to help us and to strengthen us so we could make it through. We face tragedy. We face loss. We faced uncertainty. And we'll do it again. But Lord, through it all, you are the constant. Help us, Lord, to cling to you, to look to you. When everything seems bad, we need to look up to what's good. Help us, Lord, as we turn to you and look up. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you. Good night.